morning and welcome to 7 News. After months of speculation, Philip Lowe has been dumped as Reserve Bank Governor and in a move described as history-making, a woman has been appointed to the role for the first time. We're live to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Rachel, what can you tell us about the new banking boss? Good morning, Chris. Well, her name is Michelle Bullock, a trained economist and currently the Deputy Governor of the Reserve Bank. She will be promoted to the top job from September 18. That is when uh, Philip Lowe's seven-year tenure will end. It's been widely speculated his job would come to an end and equally speculated who would take his place with a number of recommendations given to Treasurer Jim Chalmers after a shake-up of the RBA earlier this year to redetermine how decisions on monetary policy will be made after a lot of criticism over the bank's aggressive rate hikes. The final decision made by Cabinet this morning. Ms Bullock is eminently qualified to lead this national institution. This is a history-making appointment. Michelle Bullock will become the first woman to ever lead the Reserve Bank in this country. Uh, Michelle Bullock is the person best placed to take the Reserve Bank into the future. As for Philip Lowe, he has released a statement congratulating Michelle. He says the Treasurer has made a first-rate appointment. He is scheduled uh, to travel with the Treasurer to India next week for the G20 meeting, perhaps the last official trip for him in the top job. Chris? All right, Rachel, thank you for that. Well, the lights are set to stay on at the country's biggest coal plant. New South Wales Premier Chris Minns promising to not shut down the Erring power station until replacement energy sources come online. Liam Tapper has more. The future of Australia's largest coal-fired power station could be back in black after concerns are raised over a number of renewable energy zones. A raring power station on the state's central coast is Australia's largest coal-fired power station and supplies more than a quarter of the power to New South Wales. It was slated to go offline in August 2025 to make way for a number of renewable projects. However, those projects are in doubt. Energy experts concerned that a number of these projects, including the Hunter Valley Transmission Line and Snowy Hydro 2.0, they won't be ready and renewable energy won't be able to be funnelled into the grid, hence Araring needing to be kept online. Now a report will be handed down to the state government, a energy health check that will be handed down in August. Then the state government, they will review this and make a determination on their next form of action. But we do understand that Chris Minns, he will meet with Origin Energy to determine the future of Araring Power Station and what impact that will have on homes across New South Wales. Neighbours in a Brisbane suburb are being hailed as heroes this morning after a major fire broke out damaging two homes. Up to 40 firefighters had to be called in to battle the blaze at Indrapilly. Georgie Chumley has that story. Good morning. Well, this is a pretty incredible story. A group of housemates from up the road heard someone yelling for help. They ran down the street, saw a huge fire, and instead of running away, they ran towards it. In fact, there was an elderly man down the back of a property with a broken leg. He wasn't able to get out of that property as flames began to take hold. So these young men went down, they lifted him up and carried him out. We actually spoke to one of the rescuers, Austin Williams, earlier this morning. Really, you don't think about it too much in that moment. Um, it's just about, you know, trying to get him out of there. To give you a sense of just how huge the fire was, it took 40 firefighters to put it out. It has completely destroyed 
one property here on Jesmond Street in Indrapilly and also destroyed a carport at the neighbouring house. Two elderly people were transported to hospital, including that man who had a broken leg. He's sustained some smoke inhalation. Other residents in the area were evacuated from their homes because this blaze was so big, but thankfully firefighters were able to bring it under control. Investigators are on scene this morning to try and determine the cause of the blaze, which is still unknown. Police strike force raids across Sydney over the past 48 hours have seen drugs worth $15 million seized. Officers have also confiscated guns, ammunition, gold, cryptocurrency and cash valued at $8 million. Police had to call in the Chemical Operations Unit to dismantle a drug lab found at Erskineville. The operation was targeting transnational organised crime syndicates. Five men have been charged. There are growing calls for the Queensland government to make flu vaccines free again for everyone as an emerging influenza crisis grips the state. Doctors say doses should be free, at the very least, to all children amid warning schools are becoming hotbeds of infection. It follows news an 11-year-old girl from the Sunshine Coast died from the virus. She's one of 55 Queenslanders who've succumbed to the flu so far this year. 